Hey guys, Scott Short, Mason Duffy Mortgage, uh, license number N M sorry N M L S number two two five nine nine eight. Corporate office number for N M L S is number one one four one. Back out here reading from Linda Ferrari's book, The Big Score: Get It and Keeping It. We're now in chapter ten. Wow, we've gone chapter ten is pretty quick, huh? So chapter ten is all about the five factors of credit. Part four: Mix of credit. So we'll talk about how mix of credit affects you. So mix of credit is going to be 10% uh, worth 85 points, basically. So out of 850 points, you know, the, the, the kind of the max you can get for a credit score is 850. So 10% is going to be mix of credit. So let's talk about that. So from her book, it says the mix of credit accounts for 10% of your credit score. What does this mean? The credit scoring system is programmed to analyze different types of consumer credit accounts. Consumers need to prove that they can manage multiple types of credit, each involving different rules and agreements. Okay. This particular fact, this particular factor of the score is complex in its simplicity. One of the on the one hand, the concept is very basic, maintains a good mix of high quality credit, and handle each of those relationships well. Sounds easy, huh? Doesn't it? She said, huh? <laughs> the uh, complex part is knowing what kind of credit accounts are best for maximizing this factor, as well as knowing how much is sufficient. Understanding these is relevant issue can help you add significant points to your credit history, which we're talking about. That's what we want to do. So what's the factors, what this factor considers per fair Isaac and company, when calculating these scores, the factor considers the following elements. Number of, in parentheses, presence, prevalence, and recent information on, close parentheses, various types of accounts. That's it, she says. <laughs> Not much to go on, huh? Let me use my experience, her experience, Leonard Ferrari, and explain what this means and how you get the 85 points. First, let's take a look at some of those different types of accounts. That's on page 97, roll number 98. So, number one, revolving accounts. Revolving accounts require a different payment each month with a percentage of the amount owed being the minimum payment. Example of revolving accounts include A, major credit card accounts. These include bank-issued visas or MasterCards, as well as non-owned bank cards like Discover or American Express. Number two, Secured credit cards. A discuss, uh, as discussed in Chapter 7, a secured credit card is like a secured loan within the consumer's deposit money into the savings account as collateral uh, for the line of credit. However, this card considers the same as a major credit card when it comes to credit systems. So secured credit cards are when you – basically what we see from a lending standpoint is when you can't obtain a regular credit card because your credit has issues in the past and trying to work on, right, that you go to your bank and get a secured card. So you give them, let's say, example, 500 bucks. They'll hold your money. Remember, that's your money, right? <laughs> they'll hold your money in the account and give you a credit card to use your own money. Okay. <laughs> so they will charge you interest rate on that thing. That's not going to be cheap interest rate because, you know, even though it's your money, you know, they still got to process it and blah, 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 make sure you don't be a ding-dong and not pay your own money back. Like, okay, it's kind of weird. But hey, bottom line is, I digress, that secure credit cards are a great way to do things to uh, get back on track. Just make sure if you get a secured credit card uh, before you sign the dotted line, number one, check on how it works, and reference your interest rates and everything else. 
Number two, make sure they report to all three credit bureaus every month. You don't want somebody to report because it does a zero for you if they don't report to the bureaus. Because let's, you know, let's be smart about this, right? Okay, let's go back where we're here. So number C, number C, huh? Letter C, huh? Department stores and gas company cards. These are single-purpose car- credit cards, except only by the merchant who distributes them. As m- such a department store credit and gas cards are considered a low-quality credit. Okay, the credit scoring system is programmed to grade consumers as desperate if they have to resort to a third-party financing. Hmm. Okay, keep that in mind. Then D, our letter D, home equity lines of credit are HELOCs. Sometimes these, <clears throat> these types of accounts <clears throat> excuse me, are reported to credit bureaus as revolving accounts. Not good. The, unf- the unfair, I mean, that's and unfair because, as we all know, this type of loan is secured by your home, right? The rule is very clear. If you max out a revolving account, your score is going, to go, is going to go down by 80 points, right? The reason most consumers get a HELOC is to remodel, refurnish, or consolidate debt. The bottom line is that they almost always max out the HELOC. So remember, if they're reporting your HELOC, your client credit, as a credit card, and if you're at, let's say, if you have a, let's keep math really simple, a $50,000 line of credit, and right now you have $50,000 borrowed against that line of credit, right? What's well, just like a car loan or a student loan or any other kind of installment account which you have, you know, that you're working with that it should not affect you when you're, you know, at top dollar. If it was a credit card account, then that would kill you, as you're saying there, because your score is going to drop dramatically because you're over, you know, 30%, over 50%, you're at 100% basically at that point. So it means that you are uh, in a desperate mode from the scoring system. So that's why you make sure that you always review your accounts. So go to the triple W annual A N N U A L credit C R E D C R E D I D report R E P O R T. So triple W annual credit report.com is a site to go to scan through that. If you have an equity line on it, make sure it says either loan mortgage or installment account. One of those three things I want to, I'd rather have a loan or mortgage on, you know, showing that because it's going to do, in the, in the proper category it should be in because that's what it is. But sometimes when you have loans, the, the equity lines are, are maybe less than, I've heard different stories, but for less than 100000 they could pop it in as a revolving account for some weird reason. We don't know why. But if it's over 100000 usually you don't see it as, you know, put in the system as a revolving account. But don't quote me on that because that's just, you know, hearsay in reference to numbers. But just look at it and make sure if you have an equity credit with a bank, Make sure it says, you know, home loan or mortgage or installment account. One of those things there that uh, reflect it properly to make sure your credit score is going to be reflected properly also. So let's keep moving on. Number two, installment accounts. Installment accounts carry a fixed payment. Example, examples of installment accounts are auto loans, student loans, home equity loans. We talked about that, huh? Signature loans and fixed rate mortgages. Open accounts, number three. Open accounts have no limit and must be paid in full every month. Example includes, but not limited to, American Express cards that are due every 30 days, utility bills, and cellular phone bills. My experience is that utility and cellular accounts do not make a big impact on your score because, I fold the page, sorry, that they become delinquent. If this happens, the score will go down dramatically. Okay, keep going on. Page 99. 
the perfect mixocrat, let's go with this one here. There really is no standard perfect mix of credit, but here are some great guidelines. Let's see. No, uh, so dot one. There's no numbers, no A letters, just a dot. <laughs> For new credit users, zero to one years, she, she, she uh, uh, in, points out one to two major credit cards. Okay. Second dot. For semi-new credit users, one to three years, have two to three major credit cards and an auto loan. Number three dot, for, for seasoned credit users, three to seven years, have two to three major credit cards, an auto loan, and a mortgage. And then for the fourth dot shows here, uh, anything beyond seven years, as much good credit as you want. So what you're saying, in my opinion, I always look at it as a hierarchy of credit. Credit cards, bottom of the barrel, on bottom of the pyramid, not barrel, <laughs> bottom of the pyramid. And auto loan is right above that, and right above the way mortgage stuff. That's kind of how you kind of look at. It. So as you, you know, uh, ascend up the up, up the that pyramid, then those items will give you more score and better score as long as you pay them on time, right? Okay. Let's keep going. Just like the perfect pot of minestrone soup, I guess <laughs> a little bit of something can add depth and interest. While too much can really detract from an overall mix, it's the same with credit. The reason it is so important to be picky about your lines of credit you establish is because once you open a line of credit, it is on your record for a very long time. The key to having as much high-quality credit as possible with a good blend of revolving installment debt. Credit tip in the box. Mortgages are considered high-quality credit. Consumers with mortgages are perceived to have much to, to have much hang on, are perceived to have much to, to protect when it comes to their credit and their debt obligation. They have an incentive to pay the bills on time. Okay. Now outside of the box, it says here, by understanding how the scoring system looks at each type of credit and the amount of of the type of credit you have, you can improve your score. In Chapter 7 and Chapter 8, I've given you wealth information and tips on several areas that affect your mix of score. Having open credit cards, so, say, so let me back up a bit, that, that affects your mix of credit, including having open credit card accounts, making sure all good credit is being reported to all three credit bureaus, avoiding third-party financing, i.e. department stores and credit cards, the reason we talked about this earlier in one of our earlier uh, podcasts, he talked about department stores. You got to go to the department store and find out who is the true financier, financier, financier bank, what do you call them, <laughs> who is actually taking the payments on those accounts. You know, let's, let's say an example, and I'm going to throw it out there. I don't know who they work with, but let's say Macy's, Sears, whoever, right? That normally I see on a credit report, I'm going to see the name of the company, Sears or Macy's, whoever, slash something, right? Using a bunch of initials, right? Um, you know, in the past, you know, uh, H, 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 HSBC, no, H, 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 so HC, H, HCBS, who cares what I want to do, I forget the name, <laughs> but as long as you, you know, what you want to do is look the people up on Google and find out what their reputation on the street is in reference to, are they a lender of last resort or are they somebody who's well-respected? Because if they're a lender of last resort and you are paying on time, let's say you can pay before time. You know, you're still going to have potential issue with that account for scoring because they're going to downgrade a little bit because of the name of that company. 
and it's taking your payments. And that's pretty strange, but what are you gonna do, right? Keep going forward, right? Okay, so tips for improving the mix of credit factor. Open new credit accounts, tip, let's see, opening new credit accounts temporarily lower your score in two ways. First, you will lose points by having a hard inquiry. Hard inquiries when a third party pulls your credit. Soft inquiries like when the, the bureau pulls your credit. So hard inquiry means somebody's pulling from a third party position that somebody's you know trying to figure out if they're going to loan you money or give you access to money. So from a credit scoring system, they have no clue if you got credit or not. So they're going to say, okay, what's going on here? If they see a bunch of those pop up, going, is, is this person drowning? Why are you trying to reach for all these credit cards? You know, they're like, oh my gosh, right? So that's why I have to worry about that conversation. Okay, second, uh, let's see. Yeah, second, you will lose points to the new debt. So, okay, yeah, so second, you'll lose points because you have new debt. So basically, there's no history. Remember, there's no history. That's going to hurt you for credit score there. The good news is that after about two to three months of paying in the new account on time, your score will go up since you have demonstrated that you can manage your new credit as part of your overall credit mix. Good to know. This is why I advise my clients to never apply for credit if they are planning to enter into a loan transaction in the near future or if they are in the middle of a home loan transaction because we got no clue what's going on with that account, plus it drops your score. Lower score means higher risk to lender, means you're going to pay a higher interest rate, plus if you have mortgage insurance, higher mortgage insurance factor. So everything's going to be, not be so friendly that happens. Number two, if you are in a position of needing to open a couple of credit cards accounts. You should either open them within a few days of each other or at least 60 to 90 days apart. The credit scoring system is easily manipulated and if it sees that you are opening multiple credit card accounts in short period of time, you will appear to be in financial trouble and the red flag pops up, like I said earlier, like you're drowning, so that's not good. Number three, if you have a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, okay, Showing as a revolving account, we talk about that, write to the credit bureaus and ask them to change it to installment or other, okay, or mortgage or loan, right, or home loan, right? So the reason we talked about pulling your credit from the annual creditport.com website is it should give you a, each bureau, you pull it, and we give you a, a phone number and actually an account number on that credit report. So you should be able to call them directly, reference that report number, and have them do it right then and there. Versus you have to mail it into them and waiting you know, time, right? So just an idea. And let's see. Okay, go. Number four, don't apply for too many credit cards. Follow the, the guidelines I've outlined above. A little credit use prudently demonstrates a proven track record, demonstrates a proven track record to many, to many lines, to, I mean, to double O, many lines of credit can make you look like you're a kid in a candy store. So that's not good. If you're going to get a lot of credit cards, you're going to say, okay, what's going on with this person? Uh, number five, because most American Express cards are considered open accounts, it's best not to rely on the type of card to establish new credit or to fulfill the requirement of mix of credit as outlined. Okay. Number five, six, auto financing is a great way to prove your, to prove your credit worthiness and will help your mix of credit. To avoid paying cash for a car at all times, if you can, if you do have an auto loan or a profile and cannot get an auto loan at this time, a co-signer loan is always a good option. Okay, here we go. Last, last part of the, of the, of the uh, chapter, 
and we will uh, wrap this up here. Thing. Where are we at? We were at, hang on, time. okay, good, about 16 minutes in. Okay, the real deal. Your mix of credit is an important factor that goes into your overall credit score. Generally speaking, mix of credit is not a big determiner of whether or not you will get credit, but it can certainly help you achieve better credit. And with the hurdles being raised higher, ever, ever higher for consumers to improve their scores to gain loans, it's certainly well worth focusing on every point you can get. The types of credit you have, the quality of credit, the timing of how you, uh, the timing of how you go about adding new credit, all go into generating the score and the factor creating your credit mix. Choose your avenues of credit carefully, both in types of credit you carry and the amount of credit and the amount of credit of any one type that you carry. In doing so, you will be able to maintain the highest credit scores possible in this factor. So we're talking about the credit mix. It also is important to know that credit scoring does not make an, it, it's not an infallible decision, basically saying, so uh, about your credit worthiness. So that's, that's, that's good because a lot of times people have hiccups and stuff like that. They're saying that, you know, it's, it's not like the end all, it's like a test. You know, you may have a bad, bad, you may take a bad test, or it may not be the test taker, right? So then say you are a bad risk in this conversation, but you got to prove it. Most people, the only way you prove it is going to be by your credit report, which your credit, credit report is like your report card. So let's keep it clean. Let's keep it good. Next time we talk, it's going to be chapter 11. We'll talk about the uh, five factors of credit, uh, about inquiries. Inquiries hard, soft, and in between. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.